Praise the Lord. It's a honor to stand before you this day. I do not take it lightly. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> God bless you, sir. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> Amen. Now, um, during the past few weeks, pastors have been preaching and we've been going on a series about the winning church, the winning church. Great Light Connections is a winning church. Hallelujah. Yes, Red Light Connections is a winning church. Amen. Amen. And still continuing in that vein, um, today's message is it's a simple message, but I don't just want to, us to take it in simplicity, but I want us to take it from like, we are a winning church, but we need something also to be a winner. And today's message is just simply attitude of gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. In order for you to be a winner, you have to have a gratitude or something I call thanksgiving. Now, thank God for all the testimonies. Let's just praise God for the testimonies. Hallelujah. To some people, you might think, oh, the testimonies are history. But it just bolsters the fact that what God is doing and what God can do through us. And I pray that as God has given us testimony, he will continue to increase us more and more in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We thank God for his goodness. Honestly, church... Every week we call testimonies and God hears us. It's not a common occurrence. But for God to daily load us with benefit, we need to be grateful. And that's part of my message today. So attitude of gratitude. My scripture today will be from the book of John, chapter 12. It's a very common scripture that many of us are aware of. Although it's written in a couple of places in the Bible. John, chapter 12. And I'm going to be reading from verse 1 to 8. John, chapter 12, verse 1 to 8. I read, then six days before the Passover, Lazarus was whom had been dead, who he had raised from the dead. There they made him a supper and matter served. But Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. That's with Jesus. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. But one of the disciples, guess who? Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would be betray him, said, Why was this fragrance oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? This is said, not that he cared for the poor. Anyway, but because he was a thief and had the money box. And he used to take what was put in it. Ha, ah, hmm. But Jesus said, let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For the poor, you always have. But me, you will not always have. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. So today's, script, today's message is about gratitude. For us to be a winning church, one of the habits we need to cultivate is gratitude. I said gratitude is a mental and a verbal expression of one's acknowledgement and appreciation of God's person, his grace, his sovereignty, and God's work in this world. Many a times, sometimes I wake up in the morning or maybe I'm on a flight or something. I just look on the sky and I say this a lot. One of the things I, I appreciate so much about God is how he created the, the sky. You know, Don Juan sang that song. He called him the painter of the heavens. You know, when you look at things, when you look at the things that God creates and what God has created, 
It makes it, it make it puts you in a position of oh, like wow, how great is this God? And it gives you a sense of gratitude to say, Lord, thank you. As Christians, as believers, we need to constantly live in a position or in a face of gratitude that when you think about the goodness of Jesus, that song says, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my very heart shall sing hallelujah. Praise God for saving me. How many of us really, really thank God for the salvation of our souls? How many of us really, really are grateful for that cross? I know it's not yet Easter. Easter is in a few weeks. But it needs to be a daily occurrence for us to appreciate that he went to the cross. You know, sometimes we take this thing for granted. Recently, myself and Pastor were watching this um, program on Netflix. I think it's called 30 AD or something. I don't remember. I stumbled into it. And we started watching it. And it's about the life of Jesus and then after he died. And you could see the things that he went through. And I was like, God. You know, it came into reality and manifestation. And when you really, really see what Jesus did for you and I, for us to be standing here today, we will think deeper and appreciate God the more. I said gratitude or thanks. Gratitude comes from two Greek words, which is, I won't bore you too much with it. But when I was in a study of this, it was from a word called charisma and homologio, which means it talks about grace, charisma, the grace of God. And also when you acknowledge something. So gratitude is about acknowledging God's grace upon your life and upon the people around you. I said gratitude is a heart of thanksgiving. Brethren, I know today is not a thanksgiving Sunday, but it's Mother's Day. But in order for us to be a winner, you need to constantly have a heart of thanksgiving. Please stay with me. Gratitude is about reflection. Is about what you're reflecting on. As you're looking at me, so many people are thinking about various things. Our minds are wandering. Some people are looking at me. Some people are somewhere. Some people are thinking about, Jesus, I need to buy a Mother's Day card for my mom. You know, different things we're thinking about. But the truth about the issue is that what are you reflecting on? Ask your neighbor, what are you reflecting on? At this present time, what are you reflecting on? Psalm 100, verse 4 to 5. Psalm 100 verse 4 to 5 talks about some of the things that we need to reflect on about us praising God. Amen. It says, make a joyful noise. Shout to the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he's good. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and his sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Every day we call upon God. Every day we wake up. How is our heart? What are we reflecting on? What are we thinking on? I wrote in my note, I say many a times, we have this spiritual amnesia. I know we have doctors in the house, but the fact that sometimes what we're reflecting on are the things that are happening around us. We forget about the things that God did 
in the past. Thank God for mommy that brought up the things that happened a year and a half ago. But many at times, all we think about are those situations and circumstances we're going through now. Oh, I can't pay my rent now. Oh, I need to change my job now. But you forgot that God changed your job a year ago. Or you forgot that that same God made you to graduate in university anyway. Why is it that we focus so much on the now that we forget where God has brought us from? I said, always remember God's faithfulness. Never let your testimony, never you think that my testimony is still. And I thank God and I appreciate everyone that's given testimony this morning. Because you know what? When you think back of the things that God has done for you, it puts you into a place of gratitude so that you always remember that if God could do it then, he says, yes, it's the God of yesterday, today and forever. Many of us, we live so much into today that we forget that the things that God did for us in the previous years. I want us to honor Jesus in our life. And in order for us to be a winning man, a winning woman, I want us to remember those things that he did for us. I want us to continually remember. And God is telling us, don't just live in the now. Don't just live in the things that are happening to you now. That all you can think about is my current needs. It is more than that. Tell your neighbor, it is more than that. Why do I have to have a, a sense of gratitude? Why do I have to have the reason for gratitude? The first thing is because God commands it anyway. He says, enter my gates with thanksgiving. God called us to honor. Second, um, Second Corinthians 4 verse 15. God has ordered us and part of our responsibility to God is to honor God. So our lifestyle has to honor God. As Christians, we've been called to honor God. Can I get an amen to that? Amen. So every time you think about yourself or the things that are happening or not happening around you, know that that is just secondary. The primary reason why you and I have been saved and delivered and called is because our lives need to honor God. God is sovereign. There is nothing we can do about that. He is sovereign. He is God by himself. I love that song so much that says, You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. Listen, either we're here or we're not here. He is God by himself. You do not define God. I don't define God. So let's just believe and know and acknowledge that even the privilege and the opportunity we have to say thank you, God, is even a grace to do such. Let's not lose sight of that. As a body of Christ, as people who God has called by his name, we need to show an attitude of gratitude and thanksgiving unto God in order for us to be on the winning side. The reasons why we need to be able to give thanks to God is because he has qualified us in the inheritance of his saints. That's the first reason. Because God has qualified us in inheritance of the saints. That's the first reason why we need to appreciate him. The second reason is because he has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. The third reason I wrote here, I said because he has transferred us to the kingdom of his son. 
The Bible says, for this purpose, for this reason, he has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. And the fourth reason is because he has redeemed us and forgiven us of our sins. Now, why am I saying this? It's because we did not redeem ourselves. The salvation of our souls is because God sent Jesus Christ to deliver us. And that's the reason why we need to show gratitude, brethren. Now, that scripture we read earlier on talked about Mary, the sister of Lazarus, appreciating God, you know, breaking that box, that expensive box to, 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 to wipe the feet of the master, to anoint the feet of the master. She did this for a purpose, gratitude. Number one, Jesus Christ rose our brother from the dead. I wrote in my note, I say, how many times do you remember the things that God did to you and did to your family? How many times do you ponder and appreciate him even for the food that he has placed upon your table? How many times do you thank God for the relationships that he has placed in your lives? Some people, and as women, how many times have we really thanked God for the husbands that God has given to us and for the men as well? How many times? Many people are, and even if you're not married, you need to thank God that God, at least I'm not in somebody's house that is physically abusing me. You've given me time, Lord, to pray for the right man. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yeah. Amen to the single sisters. God will give you your own bonus in the name of Jesus. But what am I trying to say here, brethren? Is that how many times do we really show appreciation to God for that which we have? Let's move away from the sense of and the mentality that yes, I know we have needs and God says he will supply our needs according to his riches and glory. I'm not against asking God for things. No, no, no. I do ask God. But then there is a point to get to in life that you need to appreciate God in order for you to receive from God. Many times we just appear in the morning. We wake up. God, I'm awake this morning. Let today be great. Let me walk into blessing. Let money find me. Ah. Do you know how many people slept last night that bought, Christ, that bought Mother's Day gift for their mothers but could not deliver that Mother's Day gift because they did not wake up? You and I might not know such people, but I'm sure on the planet of uh, on the planet on earth today, somebody must have bought a gift for their mother but just didn't wake up to give that gift. Do you know so many people that might, paradventure, they were expecting to take a gift to their mom's house this morning and they knocked at the door. Lo and behold, the mother is dead. I have a colleague. She went to Lagos to celebrate a friend's um, dad's burial and she left her husband at home here. And all of a sudden, what happened? They got back home. They knocked on the door. The husband was dead. And she still spoke to him on the phone. This is a young man of 44 years old. Now, the truth about the issue is that for me and you to be here sitting today, it takes more than our needs. It takes the grace of God. Brethren, let's appreciate God for life. Let's appreciate God for the things that we have. Let's appreciate God for the relationship. I know some people might not have a good relationship with their mothers, their fathers, their colleagues, their wives, their husbands, wherever it is. But the truth about the issue is that those people are in your life for a reason. Either you like it or not. That's the person that God used to bring you into this heart. So celebrate your mother, no matter how wicked she is, even if she's a witch. That's the person God gave you to you. Hello? Let's appreciate God. Let's appreciate the relationship that God has placed in our lives. 
Now, Mary appreciated the fact that Jesus came into their house. Many a times as believers, we need to constantly remember that for the mere fact that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior of our life, we just say, ah, thank you, Lord. Because our life might be some, something else. Now, when you are grateful, when you give thanks unto the Lord, there are some things that happen to you. I wrote in my note here, I said gratitude brings multiplication. It brings miracles. Now, you remember before Jesus Christ broke the five loaves of bread and fed 5,000 people, what did he do? He gave thanks. How many of us look at our bank accounts on the first of the month and thank God and hey, overdraft, red, 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 red. <laughs> Just first of all, thank God. First, ah, Jesus, they've taken out my money. They've, yes, thank God they even had money to take out. <laughs> you know, let's thank God. Many of us who walk through the door of our workplace, we're scrumming our face. Oh, I'm here. I don't like these people. Thank God you're even somewhere. Many people are out there trying to be where you are. Many people are in the United Kingdom, I want to go to Canada. They say Canada is better. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Canada is not better. But the truth about the issues are, thank God, you go to Lagos and see how they're queuing for British visa. you know that coming to London is a great thing. I remember when I was in university. We take so many things for granted. One of my friends, she was Tokumbo. And I said, ah, me too, I was born in London. She was like, eh. I said, oh, were you born in London, America? You know, just no more Jesus. She said, you know what happened? My parents were pregnant and my mom was going to give birth and say, no, you cannot give birth in abroad. Let's go and give birth in Nigeria. So they took the pregnancy back. So <laughs> to give birth to in Africa. But she's still Tokumbo. Sorry for the people that don't understand. <laughs> but for the people that understand, they know what I'm talking about. So it's only by grace that we are who we are. It's, it's not that somebody who wished, oh my God, they could have just waited and even if it was at the airport or the aircraft, just make sure I deliver. Why, why did you take me back? You know, what am I saying this morning, brethren, is that the situation and the position you are in, appreciate God. It could have been worse. You know, David gave thanks. You see, everybody, most of the time, we focus on the fact that David, oh, he, he, he chewed the sling at Goliath. He killed, he killed Goliath. I said, gratitude actually killed Goliath. Why did I say that? When David faced Goliath, I'm going to paraphrase. He said something. He said, listen to me, you uncircumcised Felician. He said, the same God that made me to kill a, a bear and a lion. What, who are you? I will do the same unto you. He came with an attitude of thanksgiving and gratitude to say, if God could do this for me, you, you're just going to be a walkover. And that was what it was. Sometimes in life, we forget about the things that God did. You know, we go to hospital sometimes, doctors give us reports, and the first thing is that we panic. But listen to me, from the day you were given birth to thank God for mommy's testimony about Ayo, the truth about the issues is that you've been through things and you did not die. You will not die at this time in the name of Jesus. You've been through situations. You've been through circumstances. Remember, God brought you through. If he did it then, he would do it again. So let's be grateful for the things that God did. Now, another person that was grateful was Solomon. The Bible says he gave a thousand, a thousand offering unto God. He kept on giving. He kept on appreciating God. He kept on thanking God. Say, Lord, thank you for the things that you've done. And Jehovah stood in heaven. 
and say, what do you want? When you're grateful to God, he opens doors unto you. Hannah was another person that was grateful when she had Samuel. The Bible says not only did she have Samuel, she had six other children that was added unto her. Gratefulness multiplies grace upon your life. Another person was Jehoshaphat in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20. That's one of the favorite verses I like, scriptures I like. The Bible says three kingdoms came against Jehoshaphat. The, Amor the Amorites, the Moabs, the Seir, they, they looked at him. They said, we're going to finish you. You, this king, will finish you. But what did he do? He rose up and he started worshiping and being grateful and thanking God and calling God his name. That, are you not God that's been forever and ever? He called God by his name. And listen to me, the Lord said unto him, he said, this battle is not yours. This battle is the Lord. God fought for him and destroyed his enemies. I pray for you this morning that as you're grateful and appreciative and giving thanks unto the Lord, that the Lord will fight for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Whenever we wake up, let's thank God rather than running to the train station. I've been guilty about this. Don't let me stand here and say, oh, holier than I. Sometimes you look at the clock. Ah, I'm late. The first thing is you run into the bathroom. You're like, Jesus, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And as if showering and praying together is meant to be the same thing. But God have mercy on us. Let's thank God. Let's, let's appreciate God. What if we did not wake up? In everything we do, Ephesians 5.20 says, in everything, give thanks. When you miss that train, give thanks. Because another one will come anyway. Amen. Yeah. When, you, when that relationship messes you up, give thanks. Because you know what? Another great guy is coming. Mm. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Have, load your bank account with gratitude. I said, be grateful ahead. Even if you're not mine, be grateful for your husband. Be grateful for your children. Be grateful for everything that concerns you. Be grateful. There are benefits in being grateful. I said to myself, I said, the reasons, one of the reasons why we're not grateful is because we believe so many reports around us. The Bible says, whose report are you going to believe? Let's not suffer from spiritual amnesia in which we forget about what God is doing in our lives. There is consequences for ingratitude, brethren. It's a dangerous place to be in. It dishonors God when you're not grateful. As I said, human beings forget things quickly. It leads to bitterness of heart. When everything and every time all you're thinking about is the things that are not working, but you cannot see the things that God is doing, it leads to bitterness and anxiety, which leads to depression. People just don't wake up overnight and become depressed. No. It leads, it leads to resentment when you're not grateful to God. Let's stop complaining. Let's stop complaining. I know it might not be everything that we planned for. It might not be working the way we, we thought things would be working. But let's stop complaining. Let's move away from there. Let's think about the fact that I have a big God anyway. So irrespective of my situation and circumstance, I know that God will come through for me. That lady worshipped God. Let's worship God. Let's be thankful. Let's appreciate him in spirit and in truth. 
Let's give God praise in our worship, in our giving, in our offering, in everything that we do. Listen, when that wedding was, when Mary was trying to anoint Jesus Christ, what did Judas Iscariot say? He said to, to, to Jesus, this is too expensive, give to the poor. God said, Jesus said, the poor you always have among you. One of the mistakes that we do as believers is sometimes we think, oh, our offerings, our tithe, let's just give to the poor. Let me tell you, giving to the poor is not the same as giving to the Lord. The Lord says when you give to the poor, you're lending unto me. But when you give to the Lord, you're furthering his work and the gospel. So let's not mix things together. May God help us in Jesus' name. How do I be grateful? Or how do I show a life of gratitude? Or how do I sustain gratitude? The truth is sometimes you wake up and your faith is tested. I'm not going to stand here and keep on saying, oh yeah, be grateful. You wake up every day, you're jumping up. No, there'll be days and circumstances that will knock your faith down. I've been there in which I felt, God, where are you? I do serve you. As Christians and believers, the Bible did not promise us that we will not go through trials and tribulations. Yes, we will. But through it all, it says you are more than conquerors. Through Christ. I pray that you'll be more than conquerors in the name of Jesus. Quickly, I'm going to run through how you can sustain gratitude in God. Have a deep spiritual understanding. Be filled with the word of God. Every time the arrow of depression comes, every time the arrow of, 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 of bitterness comes, every time the arrow of being ingratitude comes, stand with the word of God. Keep your focus on the Lord. The Bible says he will keep in perfect peace all those whose heart are stayed upon him. How can your heart be stayed upon the Lord? When you embed yourself in the word of God, when this word of the Lord will not depart from your mouth, he will give unto you good success. Learn, meditate the word of God. The second thing you need to, be, to do is to be under the control and the influence of the Holy Spirit. Thank God, Pastor has announced on the 30th of March, we're going to be having a Holy Spirit weekend baptism of fire. Let me tell you, there is nothing a believer needs, especially in this dispensation, that is, that is more than having an infilling of the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you will have joy. David danced because the Spirit of God was upon him. I pray that he will release the Spirit upon us afresh in the name of Jesus. Another thing we need to do is remember who you are in Christ. Remember. Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 5.1, it talks about us being an imitator of Christ. Jesus Christ gave thanks. So who are we not to give thanks? If Jesus Christ, he did not take God for granted. Jesus Christ could have just, you know, woke up Lazarus. Lazarus, wake up. But no, he said, Father, I thank you. In the book of John chapter 11 verse 1, he said, Father, I thank you because you always hear me. He thanked God first. And then he went ahead to do the miracle. He did not take God for granted. One of the reasons why we're not grateful is because we think the things of God come on. God is not in our league. Let's not forget that. As we said, he's God by himself. Let's not take the things that used to excite us as common. The reason why we don't get miracles in this, in this our own 
part of the world where people in third world, they get miracles. It's because they appreciate God. They share testimonies. They reverence God. We, we just say, well, if I'm sick, I'll go to NHS anyway. There's nothing about NHS. I love NHS. NHS is the best thing. One of the best things in this country. I pray that the Lord will uphold it. That's not what I'm saying. But let's seek God and let's appreciate what God is doing. So let's imitate God. Let's remember who we are in God. If Jesus Christ could worship God, how much, much us? Thanksgiving, heart of gratitude, remember, he multiplies. He opened doors. Solomon gave thanks. He worshiped God. And God gave him beyond what he needed. God gave him riches and God gave him wisdom. I pray that the Lord will give us wisdom and the grace to be grateful in the name of Jesus. Now, one of the people that not only gave thanks to God, but he was appreciative of the things that God did, was one of those lepers that went to Jesus Christ when he got healed. In the book of Luke 17, verse 11 to 19, when you give thanks, when you're grateful, you become whole. This morning, I said this series about the winning church. Great Light Connections, I prophesy into our lives that the Lord will make us whole in the mighty name of Jesus. In order for us to be whole, let's appreciate God. Let's worship him. Let's be grateful for the big, for the little, for the situations, for the good and the bad. That song says, I'll praise him through the good and the bad. You know, through everything that we go through, let's have a heart of gratitude. Now, are there any grateful beings in the house this morning? Are there any winners in the house this morning? Rise up on your feet this morning and appreciate him. Give him all the praise this morning. Appreciate him and say, Lord, I thank you. I give you praise. We need to renew our mind in thanksgiving. We need to appreciate God and say, Lord, I thank you. For everything that you've done for me, I thank you. Lord, I'm a winner in you. Therefore, I give thanks. Lord, I praise you. That song says, and we will say that you are good. And all the miracles that you've done, they brought us joy. I want you to cast your mind back. I want you to think about the way that God delivered you. I want you to think about the way the Lord saved your child. I want you to think about the success in exams. I want you to think about when there was no food, God provided. I want you to think about the fact that when you were surrounded, God sent help to you. This morning, say thank you, Lord. Lord, I'm grateful, oh God. Lord, I praise you, oh God. Lord, I give you praise, oh God. Father, we declare, oh God, we love you, Lord. Lord, we appreciate you, oh God. Hallelujah.